You do not have a business until you have a client, okay? So stop wasting time and focusing on things that are not income-producing activities, especially off the get-go. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. Hello, 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 my awakened babes. Welcome to episode four, and today I'm really, really excited because I'm going to dive into the three things that I would focus on, that I would do if I was starting my business tomorrow. And just as I say this now, I actually think this is kind of funny because in essence, this last year, and I think there's very many entrepreneurs that can attest to this there has been lots of resistance in our business it's felt really really hard the programs or the offers that we had weren't lighting us up and it was just kind of this reinvention year really so i think this is kind of perfect because on a micro level we experienced this collectively as entrepreneurs um so this definitely does apply but diving right in because we don't have time for chit chat. We know that I am a chatty Kathy, so your girl can talk. Uh, the very first thing, this isn't necessarily something that I would do, but rather something that I wouldn't do. And this is to stop wasting times on things that don't matter. Okay. And what those things are, your logo, your website, your fonts, perfecting your brand color and all these types of things. And honestly, when I started my very first business, Health and Fitness, oh, it'd be well over six years ago now. When I started that business, I probably spent the first, I wanna say, honestly, this is probably gross to say, but six months, if not more, working on a logo, needing to pick out a website, looking on Pinterest for fonts, going in and making sure that all of the font pairings were perfect. And honestly, it was just busy work that was work that really didn't matter. You honestly do not need a website in order to run a successful business. 100% do not, okay? Unless, unless your business is strictly involved in blogging. So that's a little bit different, but if you were a coach, if you were a coach, if you were a healer, if you were an online service provider, whatever that is, you do not need a website. 
So to be completely honest, it really is an unnecessary expense that you don't need right from the get-go. I, like I said, I'm over six years in business and while I have had a Squarespace website, I'm just moving things over now, transitioning to a different website um, provider, but in the six years that I have had my business, I have sold two. One, two, literally, count them on one fucking hand. Two clients off of my website. Okay. Website is great again, like I said, for blogging, but I think we place we place so much credibility on a website. Like, ooh, when I have a website or when I have a business card, that's when I made it. And it's not. It's literally just work or it's these external things that your ego or that your subconscious is telling you that you need to have in order to be successful. And I call bullshit. And I can call bullshit because I am proof of it. So that's not to say that a website isn't something that you want down the road to have landing pages to talk about your programs, what place uh, sort of, um, sorry, what am I trying to think of here? Words, just words. Can't think of what I'm trying to say, the word specifically, but a place where you can send potential clients to show them what your program entails and it can really cut down on answering questions that you have already answered on your website, okay? But in order, do you need a logo? Do you need a website to start your business? Hell to the mother effing no, you do not. Stop wasting your time on that because it's those same activities that, and again, I can definitely understand why we do this because it's taking activities and doing things that we feel are moving the needle ahead in our business where I feel like, yeah, I'm a business owner, I'm starting it up, I'm, I'm creating my website, I'm doing all the copy, I'm doing my logo, and I'm doing all this stuff. So it makes us feel like we have a business, like we're working towards our dreams, but baby, baby girl, you do not have a business until you have a client, okay? So stop wasting time and focusing on things that are not income-producing activities, especially off the get-go. Those things, those are nice to have, they are not need to have. Focus, focus, focus on your client, your product suite, your journey, the transformation that you're getting them. And then when you're comfortable, when you have clients, when you have the cash flow coming in and you have the extra time to expend to build out a website or to pay somebody to do it, then do it. But do not start off with doing that right off the bat. And I think that's a common trap that so many new entrepreneurs can fall into, myself included. So the very first one, like I said, was basically just uh, what not to do. Now, next to you, actually maybe it's four things because the next thing that I want you to focus on is kind of, there's two parts to it. And the very first part of it is to get really, really fucking clear on who it is that you help. So your ideal client. Now, the industry has kind of moved away from this, which I really, really love, but I don't really care if you know what her name is, how tall she is, where she shops, if she's in a relationship, how much money she makes, like that shit really doesn't matter. It doesn't, okay? So I don't care if your fucking girl's name is Carol, Casey, Cassie, who, who cares? That doesn't matter, okay? What does matter 
is really, really focusing on the, I believe it's psychographics. I don't know if that word's right, so don't correct me. I also make words up, so you're in for a wild ride here. So take some things that I say with a grain of salt. Sand? Salt. I think it's salt. Um, I want you to focus more on what is coming up for her emotionally. What is? She, what are her current day-to-day struggles? What are her fears, her pain points, her desires? What embarrasses her? What are those things that she is spending money on hoping for that that quick fix or that band-aid solution that she gets let down with over and over and over again? What are the things that she's Googling? What is it that if you, okay, right here, if you take nothing else away from this podcast, please take this away. With your ideal client, if you you were to ask her, what does she want more than anything else in the world? What would that be? That is what you need to know about your ideal client. That is what you need to know. So does she want to find what her purpose is? Does she want to find happiness outside of a relationship? Does she want to find her soulmate? Does she want to find a career that lights her up? Does she want to leave her nine to five? Does she want to know what it feels like to have and experience freedom? Does she want to lose 20 pounds and feel confident in her skin? Does she want to feel confident in her money situation and eliminate her debt. What is it that she wants more than anything in this world? Okay, and this coincidentally is a perfect segue into my part two of that, but it is creating content that speaks to your ideal client, okay? Content is king, consistency is king in the way in which you can feel consistent. But content is a great, great way, and especially, and I'm gonna be doing future episodes about this as well too, but the algorithm really doesn't fucking matter when you're creating content that speaks to your ideal client. And again, if we're focusing on what's her name, what's her age, how many kids does she have, where does she work, all these types of things, You are not going to be able, you're not going to feel inspired. You're not going to feel excited about creating content that speaks to those, those things. Instead, I want you to create content that speaks to where she's at specifically her pain points. Like I already talked about her pain points, her fears, her desires, what's standing in the way, where does she want to go and how you and your method and your approach to coaching will help get her there. Again, it's with content, and I said we're going to have future episodes about this, but taking her from problem-aware to solution-aware and you as the solution, writing content that takes her through that journey, okay? So content. I think now where I'm at by the time that this is released, I have done over between my... This new account, I am Jess Kwasney, and my old account, Jess Kwasney, I have produced over 1,400 pieces of content. And actually, by the time this comes out, I'm probably closer to 1,500 pieces of content. Do you think my content was good when I started? Do you think I felt confident putting posts out? Do you think I could put a post out in the beginning that had people showing up in my DMs being like, girl, I feel like you're reading my journal. Hell no, I didn't. That shit takes time and it takes practice. But I promise 
the more dialed in you are on your ideal client, her what she is currently experiencing and how that is showing up in her reality in the here and now, and you write content to that, it brings your confidence in talking to them that much higher. It elevates it that much more and content doesn't become so daunting then, okay? So with that one, that was two parts. So again, getting super, super clear on your ideal client. Oh, another little thought here, tangent, hold on. With that thought, when you can get really, really clear on who it is that you help and also on what sets you apart and how you do things differently than anybody else in your industry. And again, a great way for this is what are the things that she's seeing that she hates? What are those things that makes her roll her head, eyes into the back of her head? Maybe you are too. And that's where you can recognize that you have your own unique stance on the situation and why you do things differently. And that is interwoven into your content, into your program, into your method. That is your magic that sets you apart. And when you can know who she is, what she what she's experiencing, how you can help her, and how you can help her in no way that anybody else has helped her before, this also helps you stand out in a market that we feel is saturated. To be completely honest, the market is not saturated at all. Especially not when you find out, when you uncover what sets you apart from anyone else, your kind of secret sauce, I hate that word, it's overused, don't even know why I said that, but basically, really your magic. Then you never worry about how you're showing up or what you're saying because you know that it is different than anybody else. It is unique to you and it is your own unique message method that is going to bring and attract your ideal clients to you. So that helps you stand out. That helps your content not just be more noise, but it is specifically geared to your ideal client. And it also helps with imposter syndrome as well too. Because how many times do we show up on social media and we see people like, oh, she's doing what I'm doing. There's too many people doing what I want to do out there. There's too many mindset coaches, lifestyle coaches, business coaches, whatever the case may be. Yeah, there's a fucking lot. But when you can hone in on your unique method, your legacy statements, what sets you apart from anybody else? What allows you to do things differently because of all of the bullshit information and noise that they're getting that isn't helping them? You will never not feel confident in yourself, your products, your messaging ever again. And that's that spark, that excitement, that energy that you then get to put into your posts. And again, it's creating content that speaks to them. And this is what attracts your ideal client to you in your content, okay? And if you're like, Jess, oh my gosh, I have nowhere to start. I've only been thinking about my ideal client in terms of what shows she watches, what books she reads. Again, all the things you told me. I don't know all of these inner workings of her mind. I don't know what this is. I definitely know, don't know how to create content that speaks to her either or how to make her problem aware versus solution aware. Well then, my darlings, I have a very, very special offer that's gonna be coming soon. It's gonna be launching in November. So this is to keep your eyes open for that. If you're like, fuck, 
If you're like me, I, I can't wait for that kind of stuff. Well, then DM me at I am Jess Kwasny and I will give you the deets and how you can get in on that early. So there we go. Back to our very, very last, the last tip on what I would focus on if I started my business. Had to start it over again tomorrow. And this one, point blankly, show the fuck up. Yes, there was a dramatic pause there for a reason, for effect. Show the fuck up, okay? Because the truth is, there's going to be many a days when you won't want to, when it'll feel hard, when you'll get home from working your nine to five and the last thing you want to do is go on and engage with people or make a post because you forgot to do it but you know that you need to, it's gonna feel exhausting at times. And more than not, you are going to question yourself, you're gonna second guess yourself, you're gonna wonder if this is worth it, you're gonna throw in the towel, you're gonna have breakdown after breakdown after breakdown. And this isn't to scare you off or to say that you aren't capable and it's not possible for you because it 1000% is. And as hard as it is, I would say it's equally, if not way more rewarding. When it just clicks, when you have those flow days, those flow weeks, when inspiration hits and everything comes out through you just effortlessly when you sign your first client, when you have your first launch, when you see your client wins, when you experience the impact that you are making through your words, through your coaching containers and the safe spaces that you are creating for people, nothing can compare to that feeling ever. And I think this is one thing that isn't talked about enough. I think there are some incredible coaches that do really, really well and highlighting both sides of the spectrum, but creating a business is fucking hard. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, I've talked about this on my Instagram as well too, but not yet on here, but 2021 was probably the hardest time for myself in my business. So much so that I found myself in a really, really dark place. Same thing. Questioning if I could keep doing it if I was meant for this. I even, even in a moment of weakness, applied for jobs. And I just remember feeling so defeated because how I was feeling in my business, uninspired, lacking creativity, lacking motivation, couldn't see the big picture. It just felt so like a heavy cloud that was looming over me. And it was really, really shitty because the way in which I felt, I had never felt that way about my business before. So that was really, really hard. And it was even harder. And again, I am somebody who is very, very self-aware. I see an EFT practitioner. I see a shaman. I have all of this support group, but I still found myself doing the work and not being able to pull myself out of it. And it got really, really hard. And it was scary because I had the thought of thinking like, holy fuck, if this is how my business continues... I hate this. This is not why I signed up for this. But I know that if I go back to a job, I'm going to hate my life even more. So it's about going all in and not giving up. Because even on your deepest, darkest days, you are still creating a massive impact. 
and your hard days don't define you unless you allow them to. And when you can pull yourself out of there, when you can learn the lesson of it, it makes you that much more of an impactful coach and of an impactful leader to lead by example, to show what you have been through and to show what it's like on the other side of it. So that that was the beginning of my 2021 and we are now in the Q4 of 2021. And just last month, month, I hit my highest cash day and my highest cash month in my business in six years. Needless to say, had I given up on myself? Had I given up on my dream? Have I give, had I given up on what I truly felt I've been called to do in this life? I never would have got to this. We cannot appreciate the highs in our life without the lows. But the lows don't have to define us. Our lows don't have to be our start, our stopping point. Our lows get to be the fuel in our fire to come back even stronger, to be resilient as fuck, and to say, watch me. That's what gets to happen for you. So again, really, really quickly recapping these three. Very, very first one. If I were to start my business tomorrow, what are the things that I would do? And I would not focus on the, like, stop wasting time on things that don't matter. Playing around in Canva, perfecting your graphics, building a logo, website, fonts, all that kind of stuff. Take messy, inspired action on income-producing activities. What is going to make you the most money? Talking to people, engaging with them, putting out content, showing up. Those are income-producing activities. Number two, it's kind of a two-part one. So very, very first one is getting really, really fucking clear on who it is that you help and how you help them and creating content that speaks to them. And then the other part of that is to understand, discover what sets you apart and makes you stand out from every other coach because you are not just any other coach out there and it's time that you stop thinking that way because you are unique. The way in which you do things for yourself in your programs for your clients are unlike anybody else. Even if you had the same tools, the same modalities, you are still going to do it differently. Stop undermining your brightness, your uniqueness, your magic, because that is your attraction point. And then very lastly, is to just show the fuck up. Consistency is king. Show up for yourself. Show up for your dream. Show up for the future that you envision that you want to create. Because it's every day that you show up and take that messy inspired action that is one step closer to it. And I cannot wait for you to achieve it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.